let's hear a story about Markham This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History from Friends of Markham Hill, an effort to save the mountain from development and make it a 200-acre nature, wildlife, historic, and Native American preserve in the middle of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Today's story, Evangeline Archer and the Stillwells. Evangeline Archer and the Stillwells were good friends. Who are Jerry and Norma Stillwell? Joe Neal writes about Jerry and Norma Stillwell in his article, Avian Echoes, The Stillwells in Fayetteville, posted on March 8, 2015, by the Northwest Arkansas Audubon Society. Here are some excerpts. Avian Echoes is the name Jerry and Norma Stillwell gave their new home in Fayetteville in September 1950, six miles from the University of Arkansas campus and two miles from the pavement. They were birding luminaries 60 years ago. The growing post-World War II United States birding community knew them from their highly professional and well-received field recordings of wild birds. When they settled in Arkansas, the Stillwells were in the middle of a 12-year, 180,000-mile journey that would result in three groundbreaking long playing records, Bird Songs of Dooryard, Field and Forest, two for Eastern United States and one for Western. Today, that house is in the city, on pavement, just past the Mount Comfort Church on Hugh Mount Road. That much has changed, but their bird recordings are fresh as the day they were recorded. Joe Neal continues his article. Doug James knew them early in his career and invited them to give a program at the very first fall meeting ever held by the Arkansas Audubon Society at Lake Weddington in the Ozark National Forest west of Fayetteville, October 4 to 6 in 1957. According to the AAS newsletter, Friday evening, everyone traveled to the home of Mr. and Mrs. Jerry Stilwell near Fayetteville to listen to their impeccably accurate recorded reproductions of bird sounds, which were accompanied by colored slides of birds, followed by refreshments. Saturday afternoon, the Society enjoyed a visit with the Stilwells and with Dr. William Berg, the author of Birds of Arkansas. Jerry was born in Kansas in 1888, Norma also a Kansan in 1894. Norma would eventually write the book Bird Songs in 1964. According to Norma, I grew up under a mulberry tree whose fruits are doubtless the best natural lure for the greatest variety of birds. Not until I met Jerry as a classmate at the University of Lawrence did I begin to realize there are many kinds of birds in addition to robins, redbirds, and jenny wrens. After our honeymoon, Jerry began telling friends that sometime after meeting him, I had thrown away my violin and bought a bird book. Early in Jerry's career as a mechanical engineer, he was an instructor at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville from 1921 to 1922 in heat power engineering. The couple lived below campus on West Dixon Street. Starting in 1926, Jerry found a career as a technical editor for the American Petroleum Institute in Dallas, which became home base. He got his first brush recorder on March 20 in 1948. On March 31st, while Jerry was at work, Norma successfully recorded a northern cardinal in their yard. There flashed in both our minds the dream of a new hobby, recording bird songs on tape. 
In Fayetteville, they made friends, including entomologist Dr. William Berg, tarantula expert who published two books on Arkansas birds in 1931 and 1951, and Eloise Berg, a pillar of the cultural and religious circles, sympathetic to birders. Norma also found a special friend. Evangeline Archer and I were kindred souls in our love of wildflowers and hatred of billboards. Within a few years, Evangeline would be a key leader in the fight to protect the Buffalo River from dams and create the nation's first national river. From the local line column in the Northwest Arkansas Times on April 2, 1960, Ted R. Wiley writes, An article on Jerry Stilwell, who with Mrs. Stilwell traveled more than 100,000 miles to record the songs of American birds, is published in the April edition of the Audubon magazine. It is written by Mrs. Laird Archer of Fayetteville, who has known the Stilwells well. Mr. Stilwell died in Dallas last September. For some time they lived near Fayetteville, and Mrs. Archer prepared the story in her numerous visits with the Stilwells. The couple went into nearly every state of the Union recording bird songs. Much of their travel was following the bluebirds. They compiled three volumes of recordings. Their first long plane record came out in 1952, and the two worked four years before they started it and reported 800 hours of editing went into it. It is an interesting account of the life the Stilwells led after their retirement from their first job of 23 years in oil work in Texas. The Audubon magazine is published by the National Audubon Society. In Evangeline Archer's article, Yours, Jerry Stilwell, published in the April 1960 issue, she quotes Jerry Stilwell, Every song or call we recorded carries us back to the field in our memories. The Audubon Warbler means to us the Sangre de Cristo range in New Mexico, 7,000 feet up. Our prairie chickens we found in Oklahoma. We were lucky in Nebraska on the North Platte River. We were just at the right time for migrating cranes. In the Poconos, we recorded our first hermit thrush deep in the hemlock woods. Our pine siskin came from Windsor Ranch in New Mexico. A magpie conversation is our memento from the Garden of the Gods. Western grebs mean Klamath Lake, Oregon. Scott's Oriole, Ramsey Canyon in Arizona. Our bird memories are also flower memories and tree memories and landscape memories and memories of friends. Friends have helped us many times. Evangeline finishes her article with, One might have expected the Stillwells to remain at home at Avian Echoes, with its comfort, convenience, and sweep of view, and rest from their travels. But the Stillwells, as well as birds, were unpredictable. Soon they were talking about which way to go, west or south. It was not long before the usual series of postcards mailed en route began to arrive. Mesa, Arizona. There are thousands of Gambell sparrows in this country now, not one singing, reported to be on strike against E. Taft Benson. Tucson. We backtracked to try for the elf owl, not yet found. Just now I am trying to recuperate from burning the candle at both ends and in the middle on that derned owl. Devil's Lake, North Dakota. This country full of lakes, lakes full of ducks, and ducks full of abhorrence for mics. Eli, Minnesota. Saw five loons yesterday, and not one had a good word to say. All signed, yours, Jerry Stilwell.
For photos corresponding to this story, go to Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill and look for the weekly entitled Evangeline Archer and the Stillwells. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History.